I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The Deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey, it's the podcast guy. Something I talked on the podcast. It's the Southern Podcast. Podcast. It's the Sutton Podcast. I'm your host, Mike. On today's panel, Will and Andrew. We're going to be covering the at home to Stockport County and look ahead to um, a famous victory at Bradford. Um, don't forget, you can help with costs to support the show with one off donations or regular subscriptions by joining us on Patreon. If you want to know more, look for this page on the website, which is www.podcast.com and the social. Um, have a little look at the website. I've not had any feedback yet about the pages rejig to all the old, the old special and not the old chat, chat episodes, the normal, the good ones. Um, <laughs> but we're going to get onto it. Um, Will, we'll start with you. It's been 11 weeks, I think, since you were last on. And we covered the postponed Crawley match. So we don't actually think we spoke about a match. <laughs> How have you been since? Um, I've been doing very well, thank you. Um, yeah. it's, it's been it's been weird because um, not not I think Stockport was the first time in a while I was I was at Gandhi Green Lane. Um, mm-hmm. So it's been a long time, and of course the Crawley game we had nothing to talk about. So we've got a lot more to talk about today. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Talk about some of it. Um, and Andrew. It's been five Hello there. months. Is it really? That long? Five months. Um, I think the last one you were on was um, titled Sack Everyone and Burn Everything. Oh, um, was it the Farnborough game? It was the Farnborough game, Oh, jeez. Yes. <laughs> How have you been? I've been well, thanks. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, but I've been well. I think the season's starting to peter out perhaps a little bit yeah. for us. Um, yeah. Went to the Grimsby game the other week and, uh, yeah, that was pretty painful. And yesterday... Uh, 
was a fraction better, but it was... Yeah, I mean, the result won't. I've, I've got thoughts, don't worry. Um, positive, positive, always positive. Um, right, some club news. There's not a huge amount because this is a weird, weird time of year because it's not Sunday. Um, so the women's team are actually at home against Worthing tomorrow. If anyone does get a chance to go to it, go and watch it. Last game was 7-7. Same exhausting game of football. Um, and on the podcast news, the one for with Claire about the Cardiff Arrest was really, really, and rightly, I hope everyone today. Um, and before we get on to the match, um, Will, you let off the hook a little bit, because obviously we know you're, uh, or you cover something, you very kindly come on here, give your thoughts, but you're a <coughs> Wimbledon supporter. Um, <laughs> Less said and, uh, the better. Sutton scored an eight, a 98th minute equaliser against you yesterday. So, um, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. But Andrew, I'm going to um, ask you your thoughts and suggestion of the ultimate team just after the lovely, beautiful. And now, 125 years in the making, the Sutton United Talk Time on Podcast. Sutton United All Time Ultimate Eleven. So, of that wonderful movie intro, that, um, we want to know who you would like to put up for a uh, challenge, who you'd like to replace them with, and give them your sort of 30 second sell um, why you're playing off your so I, I think I'm taking out Jamie Collins, aren't I? To, yeah, be, replaced, to be replaced by Gwyn Berry. Okay. Um, I only say that he was one of my favourite players when I started coming down. Uh, in my infancy of supporting the club. Um, why would I put him in? He racked up a, a pretty impressive amount of appearances. I think he got to about 350 uh, amongst numerous spells. Um, and his perm, I think, probably put him in um, cult status, didn't it? A bit of a cult hero for his, uh, for his hairstyle. Um, so yeah, not, yeah. Not, not a couple of not very good reasons, but I see what, uh, that, that's why I'm putting him forward. I was going to make the video. Why do you want him in the team? Because of his perm. Yeah, it was classic, wasn't it? It was a classic. He was instantly recognisable. Absolutely. Okay, we'll put it out for the vote. We'll see uh, JC versus Squinberry. And we'll Mike, Mike, I'm really sorry, but my phone is on one percent. I don't think I'm going to see out much longer. Okay. This. Um, well, we've got we've got you giving that anyway. So is, is that all right? Yeah. If you disappear, you disappear. Okay, I'll give you a heads up. Wicked. Okay, so on to the match. Um, lineup was a bit kind of like, oh, we've got some back, we've still got some out. Um, how, how were we thinking before the game? What were you thinking of before the game? We'll start with you, Andrew, while we've still got you. Uh, low, low scoring, I have to say. Um, we seem to have yeah, gone a bit goal shy last few weeks. Um, and Hart seems to have definitely cemented the left-back place now. I think Wilson, uh, I don't know if he's still... Not quite match fit, but um, he seems to have uh, really cemented himself there. Eastman, I think that was a massive miss. First five minutes going off injured. I think he's probably out for the rest of the season. He looked like he jarred his knee, perhaps. Um, yeah, I think he's got to shuffle it about a bit up front as well. I, I, I'm rating this Lee Angle, and I thought he could have started um, personally yesterday. So, um, yeah, there's a couple of opening yeah. thoughts there from me. Yeah, I mean, what were your thoughts? I, I completely agree with Andrew in terms of Liangol. I think he's um, he really offers something different. Oh, and off, off he goes. Um, he didn't want to hear the Wimbledon fan thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Liangol, I think he's got to be trusted a bit more. Um, he scored a few goals. He can do it off the bench as well, I guess. Um, but why not Why not try him as, as up top starting? I 
think it's possibly a fitness thing. Um, so obviously the pairing he, he went with yesterday is the tried and tested. You can trust them um, about that. Um, but yeah, it's the loss of East early on is always a good as well. Harry's obviously a great player. Some for Harry and Ali together, they're defensive pair. I did actually message Craig earlier. I feel a bit heartless. Um, asked how it was. saw it was up walking around. I was like, oh good, at least the kids get rolled. <laughs> what are you popping around? Not that I don't care about your knee. Obviously, I really care that you're in pain, but <laughs> um, at least your kids are having a fun Easter. Yeah. Um, so he's, he says he's walking about, but he's really sore. But, I mean, we huffed and puffed, especially for the sort of first 30 minutes. Mm. Um, Matt and Harry did say that they were surprised by the formation from Stockport and they had to get the players in at the half-time rejig it. Um I don't know whether other clubs then know this. We seem to hear this a lot really recently. So whether other clubs just decide they're going to just bring a surprise on us, they can, they can change it, it throws us out. So, um, well, your thoughts there? I think I think what I, what I like about Sutton is the the four four two formation. If I if I was a manager, if I'm playing FIFA, if I'm doing whatever, it's always four four two. It's you know it can't go wrong. Um, but with all these different formations and pressing styles of football and you know floating centre backs that can get forward, um, it kind of makes the four four two. It seemed like a pretty basic formation. So, of course, if Stockport, they came and they had that different formation. Grimsby did it. They went a goal up and it looked like they changed their system and they just took control of the game. It doesn't matter what uh, Matt and the team could have done. It seemed like they had a complete hold of that. Um, so, I, I I don't know how you can prepare, really, against that team because, you know, I watched them play Wimbledon earlier in the season. Somehow, Wimbledon beat them. Um, maybe don't put that in on the final <laughs> podcast. Um, but, you know, you can kind of nullify the formation, but I think Stockport were just too good yesterday, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, we, Jack kept us in it. I think it was in the first half hour, so he made a really good save. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was about the 30th. did start to seem to get a foothold in the game and we had a good spell just before half-time. And it was yeah. like, okay, right, we're, we're in there now. Um, but so, nil-nil half-time. With starting, you expect Matt to kind of go, right, this is what we want. Change things up and we have a stronger second half towards our end. Everything yeah. set up for a nice big second half. Yeah, yeah. And then we went to goal down after seven or eight minutes. Um, I know Matt had his thoughts about whether it was a free kick and all the rest of it. But a couple of weeks ago, he said himself, all oh, that doesn't matter, you need to defend it. <laughs> so, even if you think it's wrong, you, you need to defend it. Um, they think I think they had another chance, but we then had some other... Sort of- I think... In in the Who first in the in the first half there wasn't really I mean my my summary at halftime was you know Sutton should be they'd be upset with the, how they started the game but towards as you said the thirty minute mark they were the stronger side I I felt um, and I, I'm at some point I'm going to build up the courage to ask Matt and say can I quickly record you doing a halftime team talk because I need that for my Monday morning motivation because <laughs> sometimes you know you guys come out at home and in the second half you're a completely different team. And unfortunately, that didn't happen. You know, the second half, they had an early chance and you had two early setbacks, one with Craig in the first half and then the goal in the second half. I think that was only 10 minutes or so. Um, but I, I I think in terms of chances, Sutton didn't really have any clear-cut chances. I can't remember any in the first half. No, first half, definitely not. Second half, we had a few a few chances, but I'm not sure they were good chances. Um, I happened to catch it on video, the one where we had it cleared off the line. Yeah. Um, but it was almost in slow motion. Yeah. It was, okay, yes, it could have been a goal. It was cleared off the line. There's, there's no doubt there. But actually, it's a chance you're ever going to see. Um, so it's probably clear but soft. Mm. And Stockport were doing us, but brilliant. There was one point we were really good counter, and we were going up the other end, and we were at the ball, but suddenly I looked at the ball. 
because we just broke and pelted and it was swarming all over us. At the yeah, back. I think it was um, certainly had a counter and it was uh, Tanto who actually broke it down. Oh, there was that one as well. Yeah, frustratingly, um, <laughs> you, you would have thought you, you would have thought, ah, oh, well, maybe you let us get back into it, but yeah. Where'd you learn that? Yeah, yeah. I, we did. We did think maybe you could let us get back into it for a winner in the last minute. As well. well, he got he got through on goal towards the end, and it was yeah. I think it was a two on one, and he kind of dribbled towards the corner flag. And I thought, the corner flag is good lad, good, good lad. Good boy, yeah, um, but yeah, it, difficult. But Stockport were a good side. Are a good side. You, you, it's one of the few games I've come away with. If we'd nicked the draw there, that's, we would that's be the lucky. That's the interesting part. I I didn't really walk out of the game and think, and the atmosphere. I didn't think like everyone was kind of a bit like us. Points dropped. Like that's that's fair game. They were very. They came. They conquered. Yeah, I think uh, Andrew mentioned the Grimsby. I definitely came away from that going. Why? How did we lose? Um, so yeah, not saying we deserved it. We could have nicked a bit, but um, yeah. but where where does it kind of leave us? Um, I think we're the seven it is. Yeah, seven um, points. We've got another tough game coming up. Um, where, where where do you kind of see the season petering? Hanging on to top 10 or do you think we could still push? Well, it's, it's not over yet. It's not over yet. Let's stay positive. Mm-hmm. Um, the games don't get easier though. You know, you've got Bradford away, probably one of the, mm-hmm. the you know, most notorious grounds in the division. So it's going to be tough. Um, but it's Sutton, you know, you can win anywhere you want. Um, and then after that, it, I would say it gets harder. You've got Leighton Orient at home, Northampton mm-hmm. at home. Um, and the fun doesn't stop there. I think you've got to play Carlisle as well in there some, at some point. Yeah, so we've got... Uh, we've got Bradford, obviously. We've got Northampton, uh, Carlisle, uh, Orient, Northampton. Yeah. Then we have a nice, easy one, um, Colchester. I think it's Rochdale. Yeah. Rochdale. Yeah, we've got Colchester before Rochdale, um, and Colchester dragged into that down the bottom, so they're probably going to be fighting for points. And Rochdale, for some reason, decided to go right for now. Yeah. Um, so it's like, oh, all right. A few weeks ago, we were like, that's a definite, and now it's like, oh, great. And they could be really fighting for something there. And then, as you say, the last game of the season. Um, yeah. So... Based off those games, I th- it, it it looks it looks almost impossible, doesn't it? When you kind of look at the playoff race, but um, you know, I think you're gonna. I've always thought you're gonna do better than you did last season, and you finished. I think was it a point or a goal away from playoffs. So the only place, the only way to do better is to get in. Yeah. I think I think you'll shock a lot of people um, against Bradford. Um, because what I find interesting is you look at teams and you're like, oh, you need this a, a good result here to give you confidence for this game. But Matt Gray doesn't work off that. He, he literally just takes every game as it comes. Um, so it doesn't matter what the result is, you'll, you'll still, you know, you'll head back to a home game at Grand Green Lane. Good atmosphere. Yeah. Players will be up for it. Yeah. Fans will be up for it. So just as long as you don't get um, humiliated, I think you'll be fine and still in the race. Well, I... I mean, I've mentioned uh, to their chat I spoke to earlier um, that we kind of owe them a little bit for last season for the fact that they had nothing to play for and to play after what we ever done to you. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those that's like, is it season over? I know um, Andy's getting very upset with people saying the season's over. No, this is maybe eight. It's fun to see. Um, but I kind of get where people are coming from. Do we have anything to play for? But Again, as many people have said, scoot back to October last year. If you were told you'd be mad, we'd be delighted to be in this yeah. division because we were battling for everything. So, yeah, it's, it's pluses and minuses. Uh, one little thing that I thought was great yesterday, um, the young ones that were on the pitch doing their little walk around um, with their trophies. Obviously, we're on the curve. We can't hear what's going on. Um, but 
when they went past the Stockport fans, which is always a bit of a worry, because I know when we did something with Crawley, they booed our kids. Yeah. Um, but the uh, Stockport fans were, uh, not apparently, because I saw the video, they were chanting Championa, Championa yeah, yeah, yeah. to the kids. So it was like, oh, that's brilliant. I love yeah, that. really good. Really good. I saw that. It brings a smile to your face. Um, yeah. It kind, of, it kind of softened the blow of defeat, didn't it? It was yeah. like a, oh, you know what? We'll let you off. But one of those kids, I'm going to be honest, absolutely done me, like just done me up so much in the fan zone before the game. So saw him, um, I think he was there, his mum and dad and his nan, nan was taking pictures of the family. I was like, oh, do you want me to have a quick picture of a lot of you together? And then they were saying, oh, he's going out on the, to go off on the trophy. So, oh, my ex, your team do you play for? A kid. And he's dead in his... Yeah, I know that, little brat. <laughs> 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 Which age group, you little... <laughs> Too much confidence. Literally dead in the eye. Sutton United, what's wrong with you? Yeah, <laughs> kids kids these days, eh? I love you. Um, but yeah, that, that was that was that was great and um, good play. Um, right, so Andrew's done me completely here because um, I haven't really gone with my player of the days, but I'm going to um, give it a little think for a second or so, and I'll come back to you in a second for your first choice of player of the day. Now watch me do my dance, I'm the player of the day. day, day. Okay, so who do you for your first my first choice is going to be Kobe Rowe. Okay. Kobe Rowe, he, you know, he, it, it was tough because I think Stockport kind of dominated for spells of that game. So him and Ben were kind of, you know, in the thick of it. Um, but Ariel Jules, he was on top of, um, and I didn't see him really get taken taken on or beaten. So I think he, he, did, his, he did his job very well. Fair. Um, my first one's going to be Omar. Um, it was like going back a few weeks where just battling for every single thing, um, winning more than his fair share, kept having to come deep to win the ball to then knock on. And it's like, he's the one that should be there to win, to, to be getting that up front. Um, did nearly let himself down a little bit. Uh, he was quite clearly fouled. He got the free kick player as he got really lenient and didn't give him the yellow. Yeah, Omar's choice. My second choice, I think I'm going to give it to David Adjaboy. Um, he's always he's just so quick he can always change something even if you know Sutton are completely out of it he'll he'll, he'll come up with something and there was a couple of times he went on searching runs and he got the ball and just injected something into the game and you kind of thought oh, okay Sutton is still here you know they're, they're searching um, so that was nice to see yeah there was definitely glimpses um, not quite back to his old self ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah. the first half he ran into the box and their player put a brilliant yeah 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 sake, what's wrong I, yeah. With you? I, I think should have that, been a penalty the way I described it was I think he cut he, he wrote, raced past Crowsdale I think it was and then it was Fraser Horsfall who literally just put his foot there and he stopped yeah. him like he ran into a wall it was brilliant defending yeah excellent from my point of view anything else if he'd done anything else that would have got past him or a penalty yeah yeah um, so now a little bit of toss up uh, right special mentions to Killian because he came on and he bullied people one very amazing moment where they did the ball yeah <laughs> about 30 yards the other direction yeah um, but I think Jack again um, had another solid game an awful lot he could have done with the goal uh, some of his kicking wasn't um, mm. yeah, as close as the game was so we'll put them out for the votes it'll be I think uh, I yeah. was going to say a special mention because I didn't know how we do it with subs. I couldn't remember if there was a, like, a, oh, you can't give it to a sub sort of thing. Uh, but when, <laughs> when Enzio came on, I thought yeah. he had he had two or three chances at, go, at goal and I thought that's not like Enzio. He did. So yeah. I think special mention to him, bit of confidence. Well yeah. done, that man. 
Yeah, no, he did. Again, I think I've got one of them on video as well. So he's taking out the phone at the right moment. Just go, oh, I'll record this. Hey, it's not so good. Was it the one? Was it the one where he took the free kick and it was quite a poor free kick and it came straight back out to him and it was like on the volley or yeah. and he'd gone for it and I think everyone in the stand was a bit like, hey, like, <laughs> what's he doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. Um, perfect. Okay, so we'll put them out to the vote. Um, I will be putting the chat that I've got. Oh, I had earlier with Andy from the uh, City Vent podcast. Um, so he's a Bradford fan. Uh, I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. And joining me now, fresh home from the badlands of West Sussex, is Andy Carr. Hello, Andy. How are you? I'm not too bad, pal. Yourself? Very well, thank you. Um, before we get on to uh, the, the joy of Crawley, um, I'd like to sort of just uh, find out a little bit about people, um, why they support the club they do. Um, essentially, it, it's... Um, it's basically who are you? And I've not pressed the sound clip yet. This is going swimmingly well. Um, <laughs> hang on a second; it will load up. Hopefully, oh, this is beautiful. Oh, technology is finest, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Well, thank God we're not going live, so I can get some of this out. <laughs> Here we go. Right. Essentially, it's uh, who are you? Um. Well, I'm Andy. I'm part of the City Event podcast, um, Bradford City's podcast. Um, being a City fan, as long as I can remember, to be fair, it's not something you choose, is it? Being a lower league football fan, it's not something you choose at all. You weren't always lower league guys, so <laughs> no. We, well, we were. We were when 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 I started. Um, so I, I've been, like I've been supporting City now, best part of thirty years. Mm-hmm. Um, my granddad got me into it, and he took me every week. And um, yeah, followed us through the good times. There's there's been a few, not too many, but there's been a few, um, and definitely all the bad times. <laughs> oh, and that's just been horrendous. Let's be fair. Jeez. Um, but but yeah, um, City fan through and through. Uh, yeah, I've not got much more to say for you, mate. It's just it, so, it is what it is. So um, yeah, I mean, thirty years that. Would be after what's news recent. I'm losing oh. track of my, losing track of my my years as I'm, as I'm advancing. Um, but so yeah, you would have been fairly lower league. Then you had that wonderful, wonderful golden period. Um, we're in our golden period. I'm going to be honest. League two is our golden <laughs> period. Um, so, but what was that like? It was surreal. It, it really was surreal. So go, going down to Valley Parade and seeing the likes of Paul Skulls turning up, like the best goal ever live I've ever seen is against us it's when Paul Skull scored that volley from outside the area at Valley Parade. It's just the unbelievable quality in the Premier League. But 
even now, I think if if I had a choice, I'd prefer to stay like go championship and stay EFL than the Premier League big boys. I'm, don't get me wrong, I'm going to enjoy it if we ever get back there. But I, it's just there's too much money involved in the Premier League, and I think it's taken away from football. But but no, we 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 had the doldrums. Um, the Premier League broke us completely, nearly killed mm. us off on a couple yeah. of occasions. We went through two administrations. Um, then we fast forward to like 2013, where we have the amazing cup run out of nowhere with Phil Parkinson and the promotion. And it looked like things were going back up again. <laughs> and then we got taken over. And he who shall not be named, um, the, the uh, chairman, he... Um, Basically ruined us within a season or two. So then we're back down here. You know, it sounds horrible when I say various... Um, obviously, I told him on last year and various different clubs. Um, the way we're set up, 160-odd million on the Euros, and I rocked up and said, I want to buy Sutton United. I'd be offered on the board, and that's it. <laughs> that's, that's all you're getting. Is you, well, thanks for your money, but here you go. You can have one vote. Um, and we're kind of run by the clubs. My chairman started off with the Sutton Supporters Club back yeah. in the 30s. Um, <laughs> it's, um, they, they're all like steeped in Sutton United. There's very little kind of outside and even those who outside so quick. Oh, okay, these weirdos, I love it. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, to hear stuff like that, it's like, why would you... Um, it, it, I, I, I think it was just ego and arrogance. He mm-hmm. came in saying he knew football and he was making decisions that he had no right in making. Right. So, he... To be fair, his business partner that is that he came in with, he still he still owns the club, and although we never hear from him, he's he's still there, and he stopped us being bought by um, Wagme, who bought Crawley, and we've all seen yeah. what happened yeah. down there. Yeah. So he, he's he's trying to rectify the wrongs, but up until then, we had Mark Lawn and Julian Rhodes, the both City fans, mm. they did get the club, but we were in League One at the time. And we wanted to make a push for championship. And they, the public said, we do not have the money to be able to push us that far. So we're looking for investment. Um, in which case, then we got sold and it all went a bit downhill. But yeah, yeah. go on, sorry. No, I was just saying that wagged me thing. I've, I've got, we've put an offer in and blah, blah, blah. And, and your chairman or whatever come back with, no, they sent a message and we said no. <laughs> that was yeah. as far as the advanced <laughs> negotiations went. At that oh. point, we're all going, yeah, stay away from these guys. <laughs> yeah, it's messy, isn't it? It's messy. And I, f- I feel for the Crawley fans because we've been there. We've been through these administration and, and all that sort of stuff. And they're heading in the same sort of direction. I mean, going out of the, going out of the EFL is going to be massively financial uh, financial hit to the club itself in it so you got you got to feel for him yeah you do <laughs> the fence there. There, there there was a lot at the time when we again we i was definitely saying i'm not entirely sure about all this with jealousy of the league and it's careless we're not going to be in the, we're not going to be in the promotion run don't worry about us <laughs> <laughs> we don't care we'll get our 50 points and we'll be quite happy thank you very much um but talking of crawley um sorry do we have i mean to? You're unbeaten against them this season. <laughs> it's not good enough, though, is it? Let's be honest. Oh, we, beat, we beat them home and away. So I know it's not for everyone. Hey. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see on Monday then, won't we? It's not for everyone <laughs> yeah, beating Bradford City. I think you've beaten us each time, haven't you? <laughs> but, so how, how was it? I mean, frustrating it must be. Uh, it, it's, it's massively frustrating because every time we get this season where we've got in touch with the automatics, we seem to have just bottled it. 
And when you see a bunch of players that over the season, they've played some really good football. And then when you see them not being able to string two passes together, it's so incredibly frustrating. And against the likes of Crawley as well, it's just horrific, to say the least. I mean, yeah, I mean, I was saying similar, actually, yesterday. We were playing Stockport, who, who were up there with you. I think they're, they're fifth next. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, there were parts of our, okay, I can see why there's a... Um, but there are other parts where the annoying thing is I know you can do better. I know we're, ne- I, I know we're never going to do champions of the players, but you like do better. Yeah. And that's where it's frustrating. Um, but it must be more so for you, because, let's say, you've got what's that fellow who scored 400 goals this year. <laughs> Andy <laughs> Cook. Do, do you know what, right? At the start of the season on our podcast... I publicly came out and said, because we'd fought for Dane Oliver, and I, I publicly came out and said, he's got to go. He's, there's no place for him in this squad. <laughs> uh, do you know what? Fair play to him. He, he knuckled down. He accepted the challenge because Dane was brought in to be number one striker. Mm-hmm. And he knuckled down, and he's having the season of his life, to be fair. But, yeah, so so I, I had a few a bit of egg on my face with him this season, <laughs> to be honest. And that's why I never go out on a limb. I'm always stuck on the fence. No. I think I need to start taking that. Stay on the fence. Stay on the fence. Yeah. So on the season so so far as a, as a whole, what are the, the highs and lows? Been good uh, season on, on the whole, I mean, Mark Hughes, his style of football is not always the most enjoyable to watch. Um, it's quite a slow build-up. But there's it's more set up for, say, sort of like championship level. League, you know, a higher league level where where you can beat the press and whatnot. But um, it's been a bit topsy-turvy. We never do things easy at Bradford. And um, we've had some really good days out. And then it's just it's these games against lower clubs. I, I say lower clubs with all the respect in the world. But, like, your crawlies. And we're not getting results against them. But yet we'll go and put up a, a really good showing against that's in and around us. And and that's what's frustrating. And like you guys on Monday, you've got Liangle. It's gonna come and haunt us, I'm telling you. It's not great. We we don't have a great track record with ex players. Um, yeah, we do have one other a lot of Bradford can't believe you him. First of all, we've never been a huge amount of this Um he's awful, he's rubbish, and we look and go, Well you only on the right wing, he's not Yeah. <laughs> up front and see what happens. No, to um, to be fair. Liangle is when he's not injured. There's a baller in there. He wasn't being played this season in this in in the right place. Um, and we've just got players that are better, better footballers. Like without being harsh about it, but he he is a good footballer. Like there's no qualms about that. You you get him regular minutes, and if he stays injury free. He knows where the goal is. So it's not a bad signing for you guys. We didn't realise we were, oh. he's kind of come back to where he grew up of his family. So it's like we hooked him in. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how we signed him. Um, but I mean, aside from uh, who you mentioned, Andy Cook, who, who is it we should be looking out for? Who's beats you up out of your training? Harry Lewis is goalkeeper. He keeps us in half of it, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> Between him and Andy Cook, then to have just walked us through the league. <laughs> um, but no, um, outfield-wise... You've got to be looking at Jamie Walker. Um, mm-hmm. When he's on his game, he's possibly one of the best attacking mids well within the um, Scott Banks as well, when, out on the wing. It, when he's when he's at it, he'll cause your fullback some serious problems. He's not afraid to take on his man. He's got a turn of pace and he's got a good set piece on him as well. Um, we've got the likes of Gilead in the centre. Um and he's just a workhorse. He won't stop all game. Um, I think 
Adam Clayton's going to be missing still, so you've got off quite lucky there because he's come in and he's he's done some serious bits for us when he's got here. Um, he's really shored up that midfield, so now we've just got the likes of Richie Smallwood for you. <laughs> we've possibly, probably, Craig Easton, we totally brings everyone. Yeah, um, yeah. So he's a, he's a big, big miss. It's not just him. It's, um, but we're not going to bother with predictions because I say you've always beaten us every time. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> But the most important question for some United fans travelling up is um, something I like to call Pub of the Week and um, where would you recommend us to drink? Wow, <laughs> that, that's that's different. <laughs> um, probably used to be a video that went with that. <laughs> wow. Oh, okay. Um, I've got to be really rubbish. I don't drink. Okay. <laughs> and worst thing is, I I'm I'm a Bradford fan in exile. I live in South Wales, so I don't get to go every week. <laughs> so I can't you help can you. Go. I can't it's help you. Better. It's terrible. I'm so sorry. That's, that but, is, that's awesome. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm not there every week, so I, I, I don't even know what's open up there anymore. <laughs> I just, whenever I get to Valley Parade, I just get there and then yeah, and then it's it, a long journey home. Every, yeah. every, every home game's an away game for me. So, yeah, yeah um, I, I'm, I'm terrible. <laughs> sorry. That's, that's <laughs> fine. Guys, there's no drinking at all in Bradford now. Oh, no, there's plenty of pubs. Let me be telling you. <laughs> Um, no, if you go up North Parade, North Parade, there's usually lots of pubs up there. Um, it's usually where city fans hang out, but I'm sure you'll find some friendly folk. You won't get your head caved in too much, I don't no, think. I, I don't think we get that with something, you know, to be fair. It was like, oh, bless you. <laughs> <laughs> this little pub team from Surrey, you know, if you need to. Um, Perfect. Well, thank you for your time. Enjoy the rest of your bank holiday weekend. Yep, you too. Um, and don't eat too much chocolate. Um, <laughs> we will see you soon. Yep, thank see you, you soon. Um, but what are your thoughts on Bradford match? I briefly discussed it. It's one of those, it could be either way. It could be an absolute Tomkin, it could be board draw, or we could pull off a famous victory. Yeah, I think some teams go there and they surprise everyone. So hopefully you're one of the teams. Um, you know, in the game earlier of the se- in the season, um, their goals were too, like... Not like clear chances. Like the second one was the really amazing one. It was like, a, was it a shot? Was it a cross? Mm. And the first one was like, I think he flicked it in, or, or was a, he was just somehow beat the offside. Um, so it was a close game, and I don't think they dominated Sutton. So I think you guys could get some revenge, hopefully, and at least get a point. Well, from what I was gathering from him, the score, it's his old club. Mm-hmm. And quite a complimentary said, you can stay away from him. He's a great player. And yeah. They just played, they played him on the wing for some bizarre reason. Um, so we're coming to the close of the season. Lots of conversations about strikers. Um, I know, and I'm sure Matt's mentioned to you in, in what you do as well, he's not judging his strikers on goals. He has a game plan and doesn't fit in that way. Um, Donovan did one of those games where he didn't do himself massive favours yesterday because there was one or two times you're like, no, just go for it. Yeah. In the first half, he kind of threw his hand at something uh, or and a defender had gone across him. Yeah. Instead of trying yeah. to fight for it, he just kind of in the free kick. Um, but... One question I would have to a lot of the people, if they're, if they're listening, I'd love to know your thoughts. Um, who are you planning? It's all very well saying we need to get rid of X, Y, Z, but who is there that we're going to be able to get in based on our, our, our budget? So, I mean, what, what are your thoughts on recruitment? I think the recruitments, I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with it because you're, you know, you're two seasons into the Football League and you're fighting for playoffs. Like, mm-hmm. I think you'd be really, it would be bizarre to question the recruitment. Um, 
it there's there's, there's a plan and it works um you've not really had a striker when was the last time Sutton had a striker who's like Harland you know I can't think of many um and you do have goals coming from everywhere Leanne goals a great striker it's a great um you've done really well to get him in because I think a lot of teams in league one maybe also would have bit your hand off at a striker like that so maybe he just needs a full season um and he'll get he might hit double figures which is big yeah, I mean, what's it got? Tope coming back. Um, I know he's set the world on fire, but even playing football, he gets to do. Um, he'll be fit more than our system does for Torquay. Um, got Hish, seen anything of. He's little tiny niggles. He's really unlike us. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I'm not sure. Yes, you can you can look at it and say, right, between Omar and we've got eight goals, we, judging other things, um, the problem is elsewhere, yeah. yeah, yeah. we were doing last. Um, when they're not there, when they're not in the team, you know they're not there. It's like a massive piece of the puzzle has gone missing. So, I I did think that when Omar, well, when Donovan was sent off, yeah, that was it. Oh, right, that's it. We'll, we'll get some other. What he, um, I mean, obviously, we can't have any player. I mean, you know, worry about East, kind of any player that we absolutely rely on to be able to put players in the time. Um, but yeah, when they're not playing or not available to play, that's yeah. Okay. But yeah, it's classic goal scorers alley with. Well, I think he says ten, and I, I'm like, no, it was nine. Basically, yeah. <laughs> I won't have any double figures. Um, but it's nine or ten last season. Yeah. Million, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not. It's not the end of the world. I think yeah. you need to kind of look at um, just Saturn as a whole because mm-hmm. you've never really had. And the the, the way the system works, you're not going to have a out and out striker. And if if you if you do have one, then he's going to get snatched off you, isn't he? <laughs> Well, yeah, what, this is what I've been saying for a long time. And yeah, something going back through the years with great strikers that score goals every ruin them. <laughs> they never play well. Um, I think the last one I think you spoke to, Tony Reigns, I think it might have been in his era where we had Len McKinnon. They were yeah, yeah. goals for fun all the time. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so thank you very much for your time. Thanks, Andrew, for five minutes. Um, <laughs> put, it down, put it down as an appearance, like Easty, I suppose. Um, <laughs> Um, so we'll wrap it up thanks everyone for listening Um, let us know what you think like, follow, share comment on all the socials Uh, subscribe to the podcast on your preferred platforms Um, we will be doing one on Wednesday I think I've all got it for Um, so thank you to Andrew to Andy and Will for battling through to the very end thank you very much thank you for having Um, me and for giving up your Easter um, day as well Hope you've enjoyed this episode. Thanks again for everyone for listening and we'll see you soon. United! 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 Sports Social Podcast Network. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.